welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. This is Season 2, Episode 4, The One with Phoebe's Husband. The one with Phoebe's... What? What husband? I'm shocked. Right. That's a great question, Ashley. What husband? What husband? Um, And we are coming at you once again... Semi live, live to each other. Live in person. We are alive. We're in the flesh. Here in Loathing in Palm Springs. Oh, wait. <laughs> Heat and brunch in yeah. Palm Springs. Yeah. It's mostly just warm here. And great. We're loving yeah, it. Yeah, it's really cute. It's so cute. If you ever get the chance, go. It's two hours outside of LA. Um, it's, yeah, an easy drive down the motorway. It's so cute. It's like a little desert area set in like at the foothills of the mountains and lots of mid-century mod architecture. Mm-hmm. Tons of great restaurants and bars. Tons of great restaurants. Yeah. We've eaten a lot of food so far. Everybody is so nice. Yeah. This is true. So it's been really fun. And now we're recording and for we're you together. guys. We're, we're together. This is really fun because this is, well, other than the last episode, we just recorded episode three. This is the first time we've ever recorded the podcast in the same country. Yes. Let alone the same, same room. room. Yeah. So very that's special. really fun. Very it's very special. And I don't know how many times we might be able to do this. So. Maybe more TBD. We'll see. We're talking about movements and homeownership. Just yeah. look. Give us a minute. We'll We're try. talking about moving the podcast to somewhere remotely in the Pacific Ocean so we can both be there. Yeah. And have an LLC. I think it will work. We're going to look into <laughs> money any, laundering. If anyone and, owns a boat. <laughs> yeah. If you have a tax haven we could use, that'd be great. That's we don't be. exactly understand how they work, but we'd be inquiring minds want to know. Uh, yeah. To, to anchor it off, off of the Pacific coast somewhere. Anyway, get somewhere. back to us. You know. So how. like we always say, friends, <laughs> um, we, <clears throat> I love the opening of this episode Same. because a lot of times it's like chit chat or Chandler cracking a joke or, you know, something kind of ridiculous, something kind of ridiculous or I don't know. Sometimes it just opens the episode actually, but this one is so random. Um, Phoebe or Phoebe, Rachel's on the phone with her mom wearing her little USA shirt, which I also feel like is one of her iconic outfits. (laughs) Yes. Girls shirt. Girls. USA shirt. And then the one with the like, the white sweater and the plaid skirt. Yeah. yeah. Those are some like really timeless, timeless Rachel looks. So this USA sweatshirt is what she's wearing. She's on the phone with her mom, like talking to her mom off the ledge. Like someone got mugged and which I feel like is all of us. So anyone who's like moved away from their parents. So yes, because living in Chicago, right? Like mm-hmm. my parents didn't give me too much of a hard time, but I do feel like there's plenty of times where I was like, Okay, yes, mom, there were a lot of murders. Okay, right. It was the South Side. I'm fine. So, like, yeah. I can totally, when she's like, that was 20 blocks from here. It's just like when your parents don't understand the landscape of where you live. Right. They hear something that happened in anywhere near you. Ah! And so I feel like talking her mom off the ledge is all of us. Yes. It's so funny. It is. And, like, I don't know what I was going to say. So, <laughs> never mind. Obviously, really important contributions to this conversation um but yeah so rachel's like talking to her mom and all of a sudden a pigeon freaking flies in the window crazy and lands on the table which i would freak out because a bird being in your house like has that ever happened to you 
Um, uh, so I've heard it happens quite a bit. Totally. Especially, um, like if you're, if you live in a house that doesn't have screens, Mm -hmm. um, apparently they usually freak out that they're inside and they start pooping everywhere is what I'm told happens. Um, my roommate in Auckland was so terrified of birds, like the flapping noise and stuff. And so it never happened the whole time we lived together. I was back visiting and we were having like a barbecue outside. And while we were hanging out, a bird flew in, but our other roommate was like, there's a bird in here. And she was like, get it, get it, get it, get it. And I was like laughing, but I mean, he, like our whole house was opened up and so right. eventually got it out. But, um, that was the only time. What about you? No, it's never happened to me. Sometimes the birds, like we have a garage, where, like there's a door on the front and the back of the garage. Okay. So sometimes birds just like fly through there or they fly in and fly out. But there have been birds like in there for a while, but eventually we just leave the garage door open and they get out and a garage is, and it's a detached garage, I guess is worth mentioning. Yeah. So like they would never get into the house because it's like set back from the house. It's pretty common in New Zealand for birds right. to be in restaurants or in the airport. Or Yes. Like, I've definitely seen birds in airports. Yeah. And it's which so bad. I feel so bad for them. Yeah, well, and there's always birds in Home Depot. Oh, because the garden Garden center and the, it's like sliding doors, huge sliding garage door thing. Yeah. Yeah. But But you have to hope they get out. Well, I used to feel really bad for them. And then one day I saw that the birds, this giant bag of bird seed had been like pecked open. I'm okay. spilled out everywhere. So I actually think the birds <laughs> are living a pretty cushy life. They are doing. Oh, yeah. Like, they have nests up there. And so I used to feel really bad for them flying around. And then I realized, like, this was probably a it's, lifestyle choice. Yeah, it's like, it's chosen captivity almost, which is yeah. weird. Well, they're just, like, shacking up in Home Depot, like, out of the rain, out of the snow, well, out of the 20-degree weather. It's got huge. trees, though. It's got trees. It's got free food. Yeah. All-you-can-eat buffet. Fair enough. They're actually Maybe pretty smart birds. It's kind of like living in an apartment. And I was like, I'm fine with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're just squatters. They're just squatting. Um, but this bird but flies in and Rachel. This is a pretty big bird, to be fair. It is. It's a really big pigeon. New York City pigeons are something else. But she catches it with a pot and a lid. Yeah. Pretty which clever. I'm so impressed by. I agree. I, whenever I lived, I used to live in like a basement of a house and it was kind of damp and there was always like the occasional bug. Do you remember when I drew that picture of a cave cricket for I you? still have it. Okay. Maybe we'll have to post the picture that I drew. If anybody knows what a cave cricket is, and now I can't remember what they're actually called. Um, oh, they're like camel spite, camel crickets. They're the, don't Google it. Just stop right now. I know you want to Google it. Don't. Google it. Renee you will post never it. sleep again in your entire life. <laughs> but what if they don't have them in their locale? I still think this will haunt you. Okay. <laughs> it is just a cricket, so it cannot harm you. But it looks like a tarantula that jumps. Ugh. It is horrible. So when I asked crickets in my house, he's like, but what does it look like? And I'm like, she's like, I'm going to Google it. I'm like, I love you. Don't you were, you were like, Google it. Do not. I'll I was like, you just know that I care about you. Please don't Google it. So I drew her one and I cannot draw. So the, so the drawing is pretty hilarious. And the labels like. Yeah, it's like an anatomically labeled. Oh, so um, we'll post it. We'll post a picture of it. Anyway, when they're like, things would like, I would like spray them with Windex and then just like put Tupperware over them and wait for my boyfriend to come over. <laughs> my boyfriend being Matt 
because I just can't deal. So I don't know what I would do if a bird got in my house. I don't know. I'm pretty impressed with Rachel. Like, yeah, she did a great job. And I tried to look up. I've like Googled it and I couldn't really find any info. I think she actually caught the bird. So they literally put it in the window Mm -hmm. and it just chilled? I guess. I mean, I guess they have to be trained pigeons, right? Carrier pigeons were trained pigeons. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, this pigeon flies in and she catches it, which I'm so impressed by. And then, more importantly, Steve Zahn walks in. Oh my god, I love Steve Zahn. And he's like, is Phoebe here? Tell her her husband stopped by. And she's like, what? What? And she loses the bird. bird. And he's like, wow, how'd you do that? Yeah. (laughs) So good. But what is kind of funny is that, so you know, like, if you like leave a review online or like sign up for something that you don't really want to sign up for, do you ever use a fake name or like a variation on your name? Yes. Sometimes I don't write my entire last name. Right. So when Matt has to sign up for something that he doesn't, Steve Zahn is his. That's so is funny. his Ken Adams Regina Falange. Regina Falange. He uses Steve Zahn, so if he has to like leave That's a review so online, funny. he signs up as Steve Zahn, which I, I think Matt. is hilarious. It's because he loves the name Steve, right? Or is that where he oh, got Steve from? I don't know. Actually, I never made that connection. Oh, he just Matt's likes Steve so Zahn. Funny. He I, thinks he's funny. So tell, tell Matt. Matt, I also Matt, like Steve if you're Zahn. listening in um Sahara. Hi, how are you? Yeah, Steve Zahn. He is funny, and Matt likes him. So I actually think maybe Sahara is what he likes him from. He's hilarious, in him. Yeah, you and me both, Maddie. We'll watch it together sometime. So yeah, that would be fun for you guys. Sexy time for you guys. Um, <laughs> your um beach walks. I guess. Ben, when, yeah. Earlier today, Ashley was like, "So when you're on a beach walk with Ben, I was like, what? No, I said me She's and Matt were walking Matt. on the beach. Yeah, and I was like, no." And I was like, when you and Ben do a couple's costume yeah. for Halloween. She's so. been using our boyfriend's names interchangeably. So I was like, maybe there's something I need to know. Apparently in my head, I've already swapped husbands. I guess, <laughs> which, as we've already made it clear, my subconscious not... is a swinger. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, no, no, thank you. My, my conscious conscious is not interested. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we I'm going to say visit. thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> uh, not right now. Charmed, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe later? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'll try again in a year. Um, so anyway, Steve Zahn claims to be Phoebe's husband with card because she's been for over a year and like has never heard the never word heard about both. husband. And like Phoebe lives with her grandma and like has gone on dates and stuff. So it's kind of, you know. Yeah. Interesting. So we find out that he is a gay ice dancer from Canada. From Canada. Oh, Renee's bored by Canada. I'm very bored by this conversation. <laughs> Um, he's a gay ice dancer from Canada. In order to stay in the country, Phoebe married him to get a green card. Yes. Which. Let's go off on that for a second. Uh-huh. What are you talking mm-hmm. about me? Well, I was just wondering like, yeah. So green card marriages. I just think we should talk about that. Oh, well, Did I you ever almost married. So Renee lived in London. <laughs> what aggregate? Like a year, a yeah. year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever almost marry for a green card? I did almost marry for a green card. I tried really hard to get my next door neighbor to marry me. (laughs) I can't imagine why he didn't think it was a good idea. (laughs) And fraud, but whatever. I mean, because technically, because we lived at the same address. Oh. So 
like where we lived, it's called a bed sit. So it's basically like you live in the same house, but you, I'd like our, our you guys apartment, have seen the picture of Renee's. You've seen my tiny little apartment, room. but it was more like a, so it wasn't a room in a house in the sense of like, we shared a living room. It's like everybody had a studio essentially, but everybody lived at like 101 Oakley street. Like that was the address. So we technically had the same address. I don't even know if we were like ABC. I don't think we were. It was names at one hundred and one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we technically lived at the same house, which makes it a lot easier to yep. prove that you're quote unquote yep. in a relationship. In a relationship. Yeah. Um, which we quote unquote were not in a relationship. <laughs> and I told him I was like, listen, you can date whoever you want. I am not looking for any loyalty here. I just and want like, you to marry me. In fact, I'm still going to live in my own. Yeah, we bed. were still going to live in our own apartments, and. I, he was like, you know, oh, he didn't do it. Don't you think he would have known by now if he didn't? I know, but it's just like, why, why wouldn't he? So he like jokingly, it kind of became our inside joke. He was like, if you find me a snow tiger or snow leopard, it's like, it's like a, a literal snow leopard. Yeah. He Not was like just a joking. Snowbird? No, he, like a, basically it's like, 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 like if you get me. No, it's like a name of an animal, oh, like an actual snow the leopard. Actual genus, yeah. Leopard. He, I think it was basically like, if you can find me this yeah. rare, like when pigs fly, kind of. That's rude. No, no, no. He didn't mean it rudely. It was just more like he wasn't gonna do it. Yeah, I feel like he should have. So I'm glad you don't live in London, but I feel like he should have done well, it. I mean, you live in New Zealand, so why do you care where <laughs> I live? <true. laughs> I, don't, I don't really know how it would affect you, you that much. First, that oh, I see. So this would have been hard for you. Okay, got it. This is Welcome weird. to the Ashley show. This is weird for it's me. different because this is weird for me. Exactly. So my, well, not my roommate, my next Your door neighbor. flat mate. My flat sit mate. He like, you know, would say, you know, oh, if you may snow tiger. And I jokingly found one at a store, like a stuffed, a stuffed one, one and got it for him. And You're you like, know, ha, ha, but I knew I knew deep down it wasn't a good idea. But I still wanted him to do it just yeah. because I wanted to stay and I had exhausted all my other options. Yeah. Um anyway, after I moved, he's like, I really miss you living here and I wish I would have married you. I was like, see, I know. sham marriages benefit everybody. <laughs> So I didn't do it and it's probably um, for the best, but I, once, I understand the predicament. I once met a guy on a plane who was sitting next to me and we just got chatting and he was like, I investigate green card marriages uh-huh. and see if they're legit or not. And basically like if somebody marries is only married the period in which is required for that person to have uh-huh. a permanent green card and then get divorced they don't do that much. But then if that person tries to remarry, they basically block it. So like your neighbor could have married you. And then if he would have tried to marry somebody else later, they could have been, unless that person was an English citizen, he would have been like, Nope, I think you're just allowing immigrants into the country through marriage. Yes. And then he couldn't prove that he wasn't receiving money for it or X, Y, Z. And so, yeah, I thought that was crazy. So actually my friend, Mm -hmm. I know your friend. You do? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of did this in New Zealand. But really did it. But really did it. And they didn't get married. They were actually roommates, and they got like 
Oh, they got de factoed. Yeah. De-factoed. I was going to ask you. It was like common law marriage. Yeah. So it's called de facto. And in New Zealand, it's only two years. Right. So, so they had been roommates. I'm de facto married to anyone I've ever yeah, met. Yeah. married with a lot of people. It's crazy. But they like got the actual paperwork. Right. So basically you just say, here's proof. We've both been getting like utility bills. Here's all of our like texts and stuff uh-huh. for the last two years. Yep. We're together in a relationship. Because she's a UK citizen and wanted to stay in New Zealand. And was so they did it. They did it, and he was like best friends with her actual boyfriend. And then he was her actual boyfriend? Was he not a Kiwi guy? He, you know, he was, but they didn't live together. I see. So it just really it was more the like it, honestly, it was more believable because they lived and together. I didn't live together for the first three and a half years of our relationship. Right. And so I wouldn't have been able to get a visa been, through him, right. even though we were de facto. Right. I could have got it through my like female roommate. Right. Because, yeah. But so okay. anyway, she did it. She lived there. And then eventually all of them moved back to the UK. And then he actually met a girl he wanted to marry, but had a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. They had to like fake like, prove beyond proof. Yeah. Fake divorced or fake breakup. I mean, they were technically never married, but, yeah, it was just a lot more hoops. Because they're like, you're already de facto uh-huh. to someone else. Right. In another, like, immigration situation, situation, but in another country. So it was probably not it worth it. It might not end. be worth it. So, but 23-year-old me didn't really care about the future. She just cared about right now. And right now she wanted to live in London. Do you remember when you almost got married to get a student housing discount? Oh man, how many times have I almost gotten married for free stuff? That one was real, that and was I remember real. like you were. I, I was. It was like, tempting. I was like, I kind of feel like she might have already done it, and is not telling me because it was like you could get free accommodation yeah, at so our college. Basically, our college is really expensive, but it became your your tuition literally was like more than split in half if you were married, which and is kind of like the wrong behavior. I know. So <laughs> my friend was like I feel really bad that you're like paying for school on your own like if we got married then you could get a huge discount and like is that what he said because he yeah. was out of state yeah but his parent he had like a college fund uh, or I was, can we, we can talk about my it. first name shout out to Nick that's oh my nice of you. <laughs> it was really nice knows who we're talking about yeah that's true <laughs> um it's fine very my kind husband of you knows that he offered he knows Matt knows well you guys didn't do it so it's we I mean unless I don't know about it okay. if we did I would the student loans that I have. Definitely I've not been faking student loans all these years. So yeah, he did offer to marry me. In the end we decided it would ruin our friendship, which it probably would have. Yeah, that's fair. Could get because we would have had to like live together and I think that it would have like a lot. Yeah. It almost would have like false I think it would have like created falsified feelings. Feelings yeah. and you know I can so, Probably never a good idea to get married just for a legal status. Yeah, but let us know if you ever have. If you have, we would love to hear it. Please, please, please. We will not say your name unless you want to. Please share if you've got married for reasons other than love or because you're sorry. (laughs) That's why. The best reason to get the rest reason for marriage pregnancy. pregnancy. The third is is I'm sorry behind love and yeah behind behind pregnancy and actually being ready. Right. The world according to Chandler. Oh, anyway, so anyway, um, I, I've never married for a green card. Although I, although uh, if I do marry, the only way that my boyfriend is getting a green card to the U.S. 
it's through marriage to me. And I tell him that regularly. Well, unless we keep switching and then apparently he's going to marry me. Yeah, either way. One of us. I see switching like it's happened, but it has not. Only in my suggestions (laughs) this weekend, apparently. in Ashley's subconscious. He's playing for the diversity visa. And he's like, I didn't get it. And I was like, your diversity visa is right here, babe. (laughs) What's a diversity visa? Long story. We'll talk about it later. Basically, they're white, 30-something-year-old male. (laughs) is applying for the diversity visa yeah. and he's getting denied weird what a travesty um apparently america has like fifty thousand, maybe more people a year that move there based on a, the what's called a diversity visa i know three two people from new zealand who are also white one male one female more that have got it diverse yeah because it's like oh you're from new zealand so it's like, what do you do for work? How old are you? How much education do you have? What else? I don't know what they ask. I've never done it. Be diverse. And tell us about how diverse you are. Um, but like this girl, she's like a 30 something year old, like communications. We lead. need more of that. Apparently. I, I've never met a 30 something year old white girl that's in communications. We're describing Renee. I'm so diverse. And then another guy who's like, is in school for philosophy and works at a coffee shop no (laughs) oh yeah there's also no white guys that work at coffee shops while waiting to have other jobs Mm. it's just it's funny but like apparently america lets in like fifty thousand people a year on this diversity visa yeah it's fine and and i think like they prioritize other countries like different countries in africa etc um who maybe have less chance but yeah it's in addition to all the other like immigration and refugee allotments. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. But yeah, my white like boyfriend it. didn't get in. So I'm his only hope. We'll see how that pans out for the both of us. All right. Well, good luck then. For you. Best of luck then with either Ashley or I. Maybe flip a coin and see what happens. And just see how you go. Um, Goody is married. Yes. To a Canadian Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn of Canada. AKA Dancer. Duncan. AKA Duncan. Um, and one thing I do love about this episode is when they're talking about not knowing that Phoebe was married and the all the secrets, secrets come which out. Was my favorite. Renee's favorite t- episode is when the secrets come out. It's so good. And this is where we learn about Chandler's nipple. Which thing is this? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say how ironic that last episode he was like, oh, her nostrils are too weird, her head's big. And I'm like, you have a freaking third, third nipple. nipple. Yeah. Uh, hypocrite. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's also clever because that's how you get background on these friendships and on these characters. It's almost like it fills out the characters when you exactly. find out the secret. That's why I love it so much yeah. because we have stuff that we otherwise like, have no reason to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so the secrets this time. Let's yep. them. And we learn that Monica, <clears throat> the underwear on the Power line or whatever is from what she gets from Bobby on the patio. Which two things? You're about fun Bobby? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. We don't meet him until he's unfun Bobby. Is that right? I think so. We never meet him when he's just fun. We meet him when he. No, because because who needs a pickup? I'm gonna pick you up. Right. Isn't and it? Then we're like, oh, he's an alcoholic. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he's and super then he's super Bobby. incredibly dull Bobby. Yeah, incredibly dull Bobby. Ridiculously dull oh, Bobby. Right. <laughs> but also, she had sex with some Bobby on the terrace. He wouldn't have sex with her on the terrace. Oh, yeah. He kept, well, she, she was older, but he, and she's like, I'll think I about know. it. I know how that conversation's yeah, going to go. Exactly. That's true. 
We at least talk about it, he says. Yeah, we can talk about it. Well, I know how that's going to go. Yeah, good point. About Bobby's undies, Chandler's nipple, and then Joey being in a porno. We forgot. Phoebe ate a cheeseburger. She stayed in her pajamas oh my for gosh, a month. That's right, because she was so depressed that she and she's a vegetarian. She ate a cheeseburger, which secretly I try to get Renee to eat meat. Always. Ashley's like, you can eat a Chick Fil A spicy chicken sandwich. Just do it, and I won't tell. I don't know why I care. I don't. Know I stopped either. caring, and now I just split vegetarian meals with you. Yeah. But Renee is like the easiest. Like last night, we split a salad, and we felt there was bacon on top. And Renee like used her fork to be like, "Here, have all this bacon." And then I tried it. I was like, oh, it's just figs. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you don't. You're the easiest vegetarian yeah. there well, is. Well, or like today when we got tacos and they had beans in them. And I was like, oh, is that chorizo on top? And so we asked the waiter and waitress. And I was like, so what's in these? She's like, just beans. And I'm like, and? And? And she's like, it's beans. literally just beans. And we're like, like, oh, so there's not chorizo? She's like, like, but what meat? But what like, meat? Beans. <laughs> like, it's just beans. We're like, oh, so just being, <laughs> we like couldn't let it go because we were both. It wasn't. Um, but then yeah, so Joey, Joey was in a porno. Yeah, yeah. We also had a friend who was a vegetarian who's actually like one of the reasons I became vegetarian. Oh yeah, because I was roommates with her and we ate a lot of vegetarian stuff. And she started secretly eating McDonald's cheeseburgers. That is crazy. I know. Is she a vegetarian still? To this I don't day? think so. Eventually, she stopped eating them secretly and well, just started eating. I lived with her after you lived with her. Yeah. Like, that's when she started. Remember. That's when she started secretly. When she lived with you. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, dude, girl, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the secrets come out. And then Joey was in the porno. Right. Which, yes, he was supposed to be like the main guy, but he chickened out. So he just became the perv watching them. You know, which is weird. But I guess pornos are porn. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of pervs watching them. So. I guess. You're in the majority. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, so Phoebe, like, is so obsessed with Duncan, and she's all dressed up, and she's like, oh, I think it's nice to dress up your, your gay, gay ex-husband. Or, yeah, husband. And so she goes and watches them in the cage, and he says that he needs a divorce because He's actually straight. Yeah. There's a woman he wants to marry. And she's obviously hurt. And I think it's funny when he like goes through the Ooh, whole thing. Coming about, out. Like, yeah. Like backwards coming out. Yeah. Like, like coming uh, out of the closet as to like, oh, like I experimented in college. In college. Yeah, I got yeah. drunk and went to a straight bar. Yeah. Welcome in. And she's like, have you told your parents? He's like, they're pretty, they're pretty like, cool. My, my brother's straight. straight. Yeah. <laughs> it's but it's like the flip of what is normally happening when somebody is coming up. is saying yeah, that yeah. they are gay. It's just like backwards. Um, she's obviously very hurt. And then I really feel bad when she's like, if you would have known back then, like that you weren't gay, like would there ever mm. have been a possibility for us? And he doesn't really answer, but his hesitation says something. And she's like, me. okay, don't say anything. And it's yeah. kind of like, well, yeah, that's and like, yeah. He, if he, if it was true, he would have been like, absolutely. But you know, he was kind of just like looking at her, and yeah. he's like, how am I gonna let her know? Well, and like, don't you think if? Really thought there was a possibility there he would have like he was just, already married to her and maybe would have called her right yeah. so yep. you know I feel bad for her but, but you know what not everybody has to like everybody so no. she just has to mourn it and get on and yep. she does she's fine yeah so um the other thing that's really going on yes. here is Ross and Julie apparently have not had sex and Ross is being a total weirdo 
and asking Rachel about it. Well, he which, just sees her as this like close friend because now that he's with somebody else. Yeah, I guess. You don't think that you think that's weird? I think it's weird for a few reasons. Okay, go on. I think it's weird because he did like have deep feelings for her. Like just I mean, I know he's with somebody else, but you know that those feelings are still like because when presented with an opportunity to be with Rachel, he immediately jumps on it. So yeah. it's not like he's totally over it. It's just not at the forefront of his mind. So I do think it is weird that he's going to her a girl. Not just because she's a girl, but like a girl that he was just recently in love Can with. Can I ask you though, is it because she's around when he's thinking about it? Isn't it at the coffee shop? And he's like, uh, uh never mind. And I she's know. like, no, no, no. Go on, go on, go on. Yeah. And so it's kind of like he's thinking about it, needs help. She's around. He doesn't want to ask the group because he'll get made fun of. And so yeah. he's one of her good friends. I also think that maybe he doesn't realize how just below the surface his feelings that's are. That's probably true. Because how, you know, we wouldn't. Like, right. that's human. That's true. But I kind of think that's weird that he's asking for all. Yeah. Because then he goes and asks Joey. Right. So it's like, why not so just like, wait and ask the guys? Right. So just wait and ask the guys. Yeah. And I I think it's even weird because she's like, yeah, you should definitely wait. Like, the best thing, other than cock blocking, that I could say this is I feel like Rachel is, well, later, I feel like she's filibustered. Like, she, she she's filibustered. She's oh, definitely yeah. filibustered. But, like, the fact that he asks Rachel, do you think he almost wanted bad advice? I don't know. If you wanted bad advice, then he goes and asks Joey, and I'm like, okay, I don't really understand what you need advice about. Maybe he wanted you a woman's know. opinion and a man's opinion, like, like not like should I wait, but like how should I approach it? The only time I've ever slept with a woman, so like he doesn't know how to like seduce a woman, maybe, maybe. But all Joey says is get over get it over and yourself. go for it, and so he's like, okay, I'm ready to do it now. Well, maybe he I just thought. With I think like maybe done. maybe what he was like well we need to have the perfect mood or do like the mood lighting or the da, 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 da. Like, maybe he thought there had to be I don't know it's Ross he obsesses I know he, he obsesses. does obsess but I just think it's dumb that he's asking for advice he clearly knows what he wants to do yeah you know what I mean so I don't but understand people do it all the time they ask for advice and then they're gonna do whatever they want to do this is true but usually I feel like it's because someone's trying to justify what they're doing whereas I don't feel like he needs a reason to justify it. Okay. You know what I mean? I think he just wants, how do I approach it? And Joey is like, we'll just stop being stupid. Just do it. And I think he's trying to be sensitive and is like, how should I approach this? Because it hasn't happened organically. Yeah. Like it almost has nothing to do with how Julie feels and everything to do with how Ross feels. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, I don't, I don't think he's like trying to enter into non-consensual. No, 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 no. no. But I'm just saying like, we don't know if she, yeah, what vibes she's She's making out. a big deal out of it from his perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But he almost, I don't know. I think it has little to do with jewelry and more to do with Ross having to, like, get over the hump. Let's talk about how Rachel acts. Yes. I know you're currently in team Rachel sucks. I'm not currently. I'm always. You're always. But very much in the season. I don't hate her. I don't hate her. I don't hate don't. Jennifer Aniston. I just think Rachel's really selfish. Totally. I think that she never seems more selfish than during the school at Ross. I'll let you know what else I think she's being selfish. There's other times. I just don't think it usually is detrimental to someone's happiness. Right. I think she's, I think she's pretty selfish throughout, but we talked a few episodes with the whole, like 
when, oh, maybe episode one or episode mm-hmm. two, when with Ross's new girlfriend, when he yeah. came back and we were like, but she doesn't end up saying anything. And like, what is true love, but wanting someone to be happy regardless. Mm-hmm. But here is her not wanting to be, totally. him to be happy regardless. She She's trying to sabotage to his relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's so selfish of her. It is. It's like, Ross is going nice to be clean. Just do it. Yeah. And so Rachel takes that as a suggestion to filibuster all night. Filibuster. Like, try to get um, Julie to talk about every single aspect of life. Cobb? I'm like, it's one. So what's funny to me is like, okay, so even if you're too tired to do it tonight, like, how long can you really filibuster? Filibuster. You don't like, live with them. Right. So. Like, I, you know, the next morning, the next night, like, eventually it's, it's just gonna, gonna happen. happen. Um, True. So, I think it is funny, but also I wonder how, like, when in the first episode of Dan and Dan, we think about them, like, yeah. they come over and Ross is like, well, I <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, maybe they have to overcompensate for that. You thought that before, and I guess yes, this would only show that clearly he so, was. Like, who says that, first of all? And second of all, like, now you're asking everybody if you should, not if you should, but like, how to have how, sex with your girlfriend. Yes, I just don't know how to answer the question, Ross. Like, you just do it if that's what you guys want to do. And keep it between you. And if you don't want to, then don't. Like, if you're not ready, like, then don't. How about ask her about it? Right. Like, maybe she should talk to Julie about this. And then also, oh my God, I'm you hate Ross. I don't hate Ross. Normally, Ash does well with Renee. I'm getting over today. True. Rants with Renee, a new podcast <laughs> coming soon. Um, I feel like this is a good example of like if you can't be honest with somebody in a relationship, then you probably shouldn't. How, okay, who's not being honest with who? I feel like Ross should just talk to Julie. They have dated for like two weeks. Well. Months according to them. It's been two months. months. Okay. I don't think that's that weird to not be ready to talk about your sexual hangups after two months of casual dating. I feel like you should know why. I think it's easy to be a no. I disagree fully. I think after two months to be casually dating someone. Like, he wants to sleep with her and see how things go, but I appreciate not being like, here's all my baggage. Like, I think that it's too soon to be like, I'm going to, like, I don't blame them. I think like maybe with some relationships, you can just lay it all out there. But with others, I think after two months, like that's so soon, I think it's fine to go like, I can, I think what he's saying is I can tell that this is my problem. Right. And he doesn't want to saddle the relationship with this yet. I think he could afterwards go, this was difficult for me and here's why. And she knows about his ex, but I don't right. think it's that weird to be like, here's all my weird hangups, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. I Julie would understand. Well, yeah, we know that. Because we see Julie yeah, Ross without Ross's lens. Yeah, I guess. And look, you're allowed to just you're allowed to rant about Ross if you want. Okay. Ross rants. I just rants. I just don't think it's that weird. I think Ross too much. Like look looking back on my relationship. I think you and I were very different. You with Matt in two months were probably telling him everything. 
me with Ben after two months, there were still things that, because I just didn't know where I stood with him. Yeah, I guess. I didn't know where he, he's a quiet guy. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't know. And so I think like, I was talking to my sister a lot about certain stuff and like, well, this, 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 this. And she was kind of like speaking reason. And so I wasn't like showing all my cards after two Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess it's just something like sleeping with each other, like obviously involved. So, but that doesn't mean that she needs to know his seven years worth of baggage yeah. that leads up to it. He just wants to make it fun and lighthearted and whatever for her and not about... The thing is, he doesn't want to make it about him. Right. So he he kind of doesn't want to bring all that to it. So I actually, to his friends, who he should be right. able to talk about, he's not making it about him to Julie. So yeah. I, again, once again, in, in a Ross, Ross camp. Um, I guess. I just... Okay. I think I mean, obviously they wrote it so there would be tension. Yeah. I just think Rachel's selfish. And, so, yeah, so they would have an squarely. opportunity to make Rachel more Well, a lot of people apparently don't think that. They just think it's funny and they're like, oh, but she loves him. And I'm like, nope, just selfish. Yeah. So, I guess when we walk out, it's like, oh, yeah. That's what happens. They all go over to, to Ross's apartment. Yeah. And, they, and Chandler's like, What's this? It's Joey's porno. It's Joey's porno. And everybody's like, yes, around. And it's funny. Yeah. It is funny. I... And Joey's like, there's there me. I am. There, there I am. There I am. There I, am. There I, am. <laughs> I do think it's weird that they're all watching a porno I together. I was just going to ask. That's weird. I think it's weird, but I guess if they're all just like, this is silly and ridiculous and we're just focusing on the guy in the background, maybe friend groups sit around and watch that. I guess maybe you are out there and you have to tell me. Actually, maybe I don't want to know. I don't want to know. (laughs) That's the time. I'll do my best. Go ahead. You do you, boo. (laughs) You do you. Yeah, in the end, um, it has to be. But we're talking about how IRL. IRL. We're talking about this IRL. IRL right now. We are. Um, at the very end, when Rachel's mentally astray, finally everyone's like, oh my gosh, this conversation is so boring. We're going home. home. Why are we listening to Julie's first through fifth grade teachers? Agree. Well, Monica tried. She yeah. was like, I already know her. And do you know what's funny is I was thinking that was like, I used to be like that back in the day where it was like, we all have to act together where it's just like, if you guys want to keep hanging out, do it. I'm actually tired. I'm going to leave, but you continue having fun and me leaving does not dampen your fun. But it always does. Yeah. Yeah. No, like it's always a domino effect. Because everyone wants to leave. Because everyone doesn't care. What's it? Gob. Gob. What's in a gob blues? In a cob salad. In a cob. I'm going home. Um, but so yeah. anyway, she finally is done filibustering and Ross is like, oh yeah, even though it's late, I'm still going to go for it. Yeah. And um, Rick finally starts to like actually say what she would want yeah. in that situation. But as I was just talking well, about, say I what, own, say what well, you thought. I just said, oh, she's finally like giving him decent advice and like kind of like Helping him out. I encourage him, I guess. But I said, mm-hmm. me, Ashley, I was like, no, she's trying to seduce him. Which, 
you're totally right. And tell him, like, she's trying to basically get him thinking about her and doing yep. all those things with her. Yep. So let us know, what do you think? Do you think she's giving him good advice or do you think she's seducing him? Yeah. She's like, they're like talking about him. Like, and she's like, and, and then, then I'd moan. And then, yeah, she's like hoping that he kisses her and, and forgets about like, Julie. Okay. Thanks, Rach. Like her tousle. And so you're like, oh, she was just, and I was like, no, she was hoping that would like lean in her direction. I do think you're right. Once you come across him, maybe you guys need to play, maybe see the other side. And remember remember that later, she does the same thing with Ross and Bonnie, where she like says stuff and tries to lure Ross away from his girlfriend that is on site. Mm -hmm. So actually very Point strengthened Rachel's all this. Well, um, he has a rebuttal from Team Rachel. I would like to point out the time when Ross stays home with Emma and he takes down the message and throws it away because he doesn't want Rachel to go out with the guy from bar. Yeah. And that's not cool. I think it's not cool. Okay. But Ross gets free pass because you're a Ross heart. I didn't say he got a free pass. I said it's not cool. Because Rachel has done it so much first in so much worse of ways. Mm. This is like some random guy first date, first phone call. She he wasn't she's not gonna date him. Ross is like two months in thinking about sleeping together, really happy with this girl. It's different. I think it is I think Ross is just underhand and Ross is like super obvious. Ross is jealous and impulsive. Rachel is manipulative and calculated. But maybe that's just men and women. Ooh. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> what if guys using that M of F? Using that M A. BSMA. 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 I yeah. Arts? Yeah. I don't why? know why. Dun, dun, because of the school Very I went to. Artistic. I don't know. Super artistic, industrial, it's organizational psychology. No, that's like performing arts. Master oh, of Arts in is... Industrial <laughs> Statistical Psychology. <laughs> don't worry about Ooh, it. Ashley's it's basically it's... living on Venice Beach and living out of a van. <laughs> I paint. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. Oh, God. Uh, that's pretty much the episode. He, uh, yeah. I guess, does it. As far as we know, we don't get to see. Because this isn't... This isn't no. I have to say, though, so sorry. Going back to when they're like, I'm going home. And Julie's talking. And they leave. And, um... Um, Joey goes, that Julie's a talker, huh? Yeah. And I was just sitting there thinking, he did not realize that the entire time it was Rachel masterminding it. And Julie was just being polite and answering. And I was just like, men are so oblivious. It's one of those things where the woman is like, I'm sure Monica realized what was going on. Maker. Exactly. Puppet masters. It's because like women can like, underhandedly do things that are like, Oh, she, but she sounded like she was being so nice and inquisitive about your life. And it's like, yeah, what she was really doing was yeah. actually trying to ruin your relationship. Exactly. The guys don't see that. No, so, don't. so poor sweet Joey, of course, didn't. And I don't think either of the guys, any of the guys did. Um, but yeah, clueless. But anyway, yeah. so, Oh, so he, he does, he does. And we know why. Right. Because. Wait, At the very, uh, Ross and Julie do end up, end up hooking up. Oh, that's listening to the and whatever. like, and the old women are like, "Someone got some." Yeah, and he's like, 
twice and then like is dancing around the yeah. streets of New York. It's not singing in the rain. It is. Yeah, oh, it is. It is. Okay. It's funny. From the hit movie. Singing in the rain. Yeah. Same title. Gene <laughs> Kelly. Gene Kelly? Isn't he? Isn't it Dick Van Dyke? You said that last time. Oh. It might. It's two guys and one girl. So it could be Dick Van Dyke's from a Dick Van Dyke show, but he could also. He was also Mary Poppins. Yep. Singing in the rain. Oh. Have you? Because it sounds like you have not either. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, look, look, just tell us. <laughs> we'll figure it's it out. a girl and two guys. And I think Gene Kelly's one of them. And maybe Dick Van Dyke's the other one. Polly. Maybe. Who is in Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Judy Garland. Judy Dench. It's <laughs> Judy Garland. Judy I don't Dench. think it's her. It's okay. probably more so the one that you said, Grace Kelly. Gina Davis. Gina Davis. That's not who you said. Grace Kelly. What did I say? <laughs> I don't. Don't worry about I, yeah. it. This podcast is not about that movie. It's not. So anyway, but yes, he's dancing around just singing in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. So that pretty much wraps it up. That's it. Um, yeah. That's it. I think that's everything that happens in this episode. Yeah. I don't know. I hope that this whole freaking sabotage really comes to an end soon. I can't remember how much. But do you really want Ross to wind up with Julie? No. I mean, she's. I know it's I feel bad because Julie's harmless. I know she's a casualty of war. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess that's it for this episode. Oh, but that's also it for us recording live together in Palm Springs. Live in Palm Springs. It's tonight. It is Saturday night. Oh, it is Saturday. Oh, you're right. You're listening to this on a Wednesday. Yes, if you're a Wednesday night slash Thursday morning if you live in New Zealand. Um, yeah, but I think that's it. So join us next time for season two, episode five. The one where we go back to recording in our own stupid houses. The one where we live on different continents. Oh no. Okay. You don't even live on a continent. You live on like a mid-Atlantic bridge. New Zealand is like a casualty of Australia. Australia. I told you people. Okay. You're out there, listeners. But I told Renee that whenever I'm like, oh, I live in New Zealand, people go, oh, I love Australia. I mean, like, awesome. That's a different thing. country. But I get why a lot of people, like, just the equate the two. Yeah. They're not the same, though. I'll, I'll tell you right now, they're really very different. Also, if you don't understand the accent, they sound similar. Um, yes, they do. And even me, so I've lived in New Zealand for four years, and sometimes I'm even like, is that guy Australian? Yeah. And then I'll be like, no, he's just like a South Island Kiwi farmer. Because they're really nasal. Mm-hmm. And unless they're like, bonsai, mate. I'm like, oh, that's that one Australian? Australian accent. Australian, Australia. But yes, yeah, so you can tell. But yeah, the accents sound the same, but the personalities are different. The climates are different. The countries are different. The politics, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a very different. But I'd understand if you think that they're just both out there in Oceania. Mm-hmm. Australasia. Australasia. So you're right. New Zealand's not its own continent, but no, we're on different tectonic plates. Yeah. So just next time for different <laughs> The one with the different tectonic plates. Anyway, we're gonna go continue enjoying Palm Springs. Yes. For season two, episode five, the one with We love you. We Thanks love for you. listening and joining us kind of live. Kind of live. Okay, love you guys. Bye. 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 Thank you.